0: Welcome in to another new NACE International podcast. My name is Ben DuBose, and I'm a staff writer with Materials Performance Magazine and with Codings Pro Magazine. Today, as we continue our MP interview series, discussing the leading issues in corrosion control with various experts from across the industry, we're joined by Eric Duvacott, Director of North American Operations at Integrated Global Services. Integrated Global Services is also known as IGS for short. Eric, good afternoon. How are you?
1: I'm wonderful. Thank you so much, Ben.
0: Yeah, we're glad to have you on. And to start with, tell us a little bit about your role at IGS. For anyone that's unfamiliar with you or the company, give us some background about the types of services that you all provide and particularly as it pertains to corrosion.
1: Absolutely. Well, um, I, uh, as you mentioned, I'm the Director of North American Operations uh, here at uh, IGS, and my responsibility is for all of our uh, field service operations uh, and project ex- execution in uh, in the North America uh, region. Um, IGS is a global leader in uh, field service operations. Uh, surface protection solutions. Um, We specialize in and have uh, decades of experience in high-velocity thermal spray um, metal coatings for the inside of uh, mission-critical equipment in the power industry, in the oil and gas industry, pulp and paper, petrochemical, uh, and mining. Uh, And so our surface protection solutions, um, while uh, thermal spray is at the core of those, we do offer a a number of other surface protection solutions, including um, some ceramic offerings out of our CTEC division. Um, And so we we specialize in um, going on site to client facilities and applying uh, the solution that meets their metal wastage needs. Uh, Whether that be corrosion, uh, which is very common, or erosion issues, Um, based on whatever the client uh, equipment uh, needs are.
0: How different has 2020 been for you guys than a lot of other recent years? If you could give us some background info as far as the types of impacts that you guys have seen from COVID, both from the perspective of how you all are executing your projects, as you mentioned, I know you do a lot of on-site work, but also what the economics have been for many of your clients.
1: Sure. So, 2020, obviously, it's it's been a, a year for the record books in a lot of ways, um, and it has uh, challenged our field service organization significantly. Um, whether that be uh, from client expectations that have that have shifted or changed, um, client schedules, uh, as as I'm sure you are aware, um, a lot of uh, in field. Um, Protection solutions have mm-hmm. to be implemented during downtime, mm-hmm. um, and outages and turnaround schedules have been significantly impacted by by the uh, COVID pandemic uh, throughout our our global reach. Um, That has meant things from travel restrictions, to um, site access restrictions, to um, just the daily routine of our team when they're on site uh, performing their work. Uh, With that said, um, we have been performing work actively throughout the year. Um, There has really not been a time when IGS hasn't been performing work. Uh, We've just had to adapt um, uh, rapidly and uh, in a really, I'd say industry leading way to get out in front of um, the, the COVID issues. Uh, and and to date, um, uh, IGS has been able to execute projects throughout the globe with, with no um, uh, COVID cases on any of our team, which has been really um, just exceptional. Uh, and we've, we've really been able to deliver for our clients throughout this time.
0: Yeah, that's really impressive. Um, if you could, give us some specifics as far as maybe an example or two of the types of projects that you guys have pulled off this year. I know in many cases you might not be able to identify the client by name, but if you could give us an example or two uh, to our audience as far as the types of projects that IGS typically undertakes as well as of course some of your solutions.
1: Sure, um, so uh, we we performed a project earlier in the year, uh, a very large project uh, for an oil and gas client on the west coast of the United States, um, and that was a multi-vessel uh, oil and gas turnaround project where we actually implemented solutions in over a dozen vessels on that client's facility, um, and we did that with a crew of uh, uh, about uh, 60 folks um, that mobilized from all around the country. To to uh, perform that work, um, a good example of one of the challenges around that uh, was uh, at the time finding the necessary flights and hotel accommodations for our mm. team, um, and ensuring that those uh, accommodations were up to the standards that we required for uh, COVID safety of our team and and then the team of the uh, at the facility where we were working.
0: What are some of the solutions? Are we talking typically? cladding or i know you don't want to go into specific details on all of these but uh what are some of the technologies that you're typically doing if you go out to a job site like that
1: sure um so that particular that particular uh facility uh we were applying high velocity thermal spray um, and so our high velocity thermal spray in this case was a um a high alloy um protective coating, um, and we were applying that inside um, uh, process vessels that had been experiencing corrosion issues. Um, oftentimes, it's going to be in uh, um, high high metal wastage areas. We may not coat the okay. entire interior of a vessel, um, but we're going to be applying areas uh, to extend turnaround times. Um, Obviously, for a client to be able to push uh, a, a vessel maintenance schedule um, by, um, you know, uh, years can really make a big difference in, in cost and downtime. Um, and so we like to get in and, and apply those solutions um, so that uh, we can work with the client, especially when compared to uh, more traditional um, metal wastage and, and coating uh, solutions that are going to be things like your epoxy-based um, mm-hmm. coatings. Uh, we can go in and apply a uh, one of our high-velocity thermal spray um, coating systems, and that coating is going to far outlast um, a solution that is more traditional epoxy-based. Um, without some of the uh, downtime issues that maybe are associated with um, uh, weld overlay or, or some of those more um, mm-hmm intrusive uh, metal wastage solutions.
0: Mm -hmm. With over 37,000 readers, Materials Performance is the world's largest circulation magazine dedicated exclusively to corrosion prevention and control. Published monthly by NACE International, Materials Performance covers the latest technologies, techniques, and methods of corrosion control used in industries and infrastructure worldwide. Sign up for your subscription today at materialsperformance.com slash subscribe. Looking ahead, what feedback have you heard from some of these industry clients? I think our audience would particularly be curious about how a lot of these operators that you work with are trying to balance the obvious cost pressures given the economics of 2020, the current environment, with staying on top of maintenance needs so that these assets are in appropriate shape for the eventual turnaround. What's the balance like with the clients that uh, you speak with?
1: Sure. Um, I, I would say that uh, there is, um, 2020 has generated an even more um, focused look at mm. um, our maintenance costs, specifically around vessel lifetimes, um, perhaps where uh, a facility was looking to um, consider you know replacement of equipment uh, they no longer have the budget for that replacement and so they're looking at maintenance options to um, extend the life of the equipment. Um, life extension is really is really uh, something that we can support um, and uh, I, I can think of a project that we performed actually uh, with a with a piece of new build equipment uh, and we actually were able to go in and apply cladding to this new build equipment mm-hmm. in an effort to uh, extend lifetime on that particular vessel um, and that's something that clients actually as they are focused on um, more of uh, uh, cost-conscious approach to their maintenance cycles, um, you know, if we can go from a three-year turnaround cycle to a six-year or or something of that neighborhood on a given vessel, um, then that that uh, ROI is definitely there.
0: Anecdotally, I've heard some stories of operators that are you know idling some units during 2020 with a plan to pick things back up when the market improves. What sort of maintenance needs or programs should a client like that be thinking about during any downtime for economic reasons?
1: Sure. So, um, just the understanding that. Um, the, the, the surface protection solutions that, that IGS offers, from our perspective, um, if we can uh, put together a, a plan for when a, when a vessel will be, for instance, coming back online after an extended period of time, um, one of the things that IGS specializes in is, is rapid mobilization, so we can solve problems quickly. Um, and so if a, a, a piece of equipment or, or a particular facility or unit has been shut down for some time um, and right before the restart of that equipment there is extensive um, you you know evaluation of of material wall thicknesses and Mm -hmm. just the the viability of those vessels to re-enter service. Um, IGS can really partner there um, to offer solutions um, quickly and mobilize quickly to to solve um, issues uh, you know as as vessels and equipment are looking at coming back online.
0: What's the outlook for you all for 2021? I would guess that as a services provider, it might be a very good year for you all because if things, if assets come back on stream after a pretty challenging economic year in 2020, then conceivably there could be a lot more issues related to corrosion, erosion, whatever it may be, that might need to be addressed. What are you guys thinking from a business perspective in 2021? Is, is that a reasonable assessment?
1: Uh, that is absolutely a reasonable assessment uh, we plan on a very large 2021 um, we we definitely have lots of uh, lots of opportunity there um, and you know 2020 uh, 2020 resulted in some um, deferred uh turnaround work or outage work Mm -hmm. um, some some deferred project work Um, and so there is obviously that uh, backlog but then there is also just a a large degree of adoption of um, IGS surface protection solutions and so we're anticipating a very strong 2021 um, and we have a plan to get there Um, our team is ever growing Uh, we have um, the strongest field service thermal spray team in the world um, without a doubt and Uh, we are really looking to uh, continue to grow into that world-class provider of Surface protection solutions uh, in in a wide array of industries for uh, a wide array of clients' needs. Uh, we have um, really bolstered our uh, field service team, and IGS has really been on that growth trajectory. So we're we're ready for that 2021 uh, that is going to be um, it is going to be filled with a lot of uh, new opportunities for for work. Just just as you mentioned,
0: when you talk about expanding your team. Has there been any challenge with regards to your clients? Um, You're not able, I would assume, or at least at various points in 2020, to do the in-person meetings. I'm sure some of those have shifted to phone, to Zoom, all these other methods of communication. So in many ways, it sounds like IGS, you know, we're talking in a year in 2020 where you're seeing a lot of contraction. Certainly the traditional model has been challenged, yet you talk about you guys expanding obviously in person is at the heart of what you guys do because you do these site visits for a lot of your applications what's the balance been like with regards to some of your clients have there been any challenges in terms of getting out there i know you mentioned hotels being an issue at one point uh earlier in the podcast um Just if you could talk about sort of the balance of, okay, you know, you are expanding and that's sort of your niche, but at the same time, it's a year that's been very challenging on that front. How have you all been able to overcome that?
1: Sure. Um, so a, a good example of uh, one of the challenges that we face, I've actually uh, got a team on a project right now um, in Florida, and um, that client uh, is is not hosting any in-person interactions. Hmm. Um, so any any meetings that take place um, are virtual, uh, and any uh, interactions where we would have previously sat in an office or a conference room to discuss uh, solutions um, is, is now happening in that digital space. And so what we've done is, We've we've um, expanded the the training and expanded the availability of our t- uh, technological solutions. So mm-hmm. so our team have better um, uh, tools in their tool belt to uh, interface with the client, um, and we've really uh, done a lot to um, turn this digital space into a, a space where we can have a lot of uh, back and forth a lot of uh, discussion and so one of the ways that we've done that as a, as a business is we've hosted a lot of webinars we've done a lot of um, really good video content and we've we've just really moved to uh, a lot of digital platform for discussions with our client um, obviously at the end of the day the work we do is, is physical in in person and on site um, and so we we manage that uh, in accordance with whatever our clients uh, regulations are, um, and just industry best practices when it comes to, to COVID risk mitigation, um, and we've, we've been able to do that very successfully.
0: As we wrap up the podcast, for anyone who wants more information uh, from you, Eric, or from IGS, what's the best way that they can get that and either reach out to you guys or just get further background information?
1: Absolutely. So um, obviously our website uh, www.integratedglobal.com is an excellent resource. I would highly encourage that to be your first port of call for um, just finding more out about IGS Uh, it is also an opportunity to uh, through our chat feature you can speak with uh, an expert from IGS in real time Um, and we also have a lot of good as I mentioned video content that's available through the website Um, for those who want to find out more about all the services that IGS offers to our clients.
0: Sounds great. Folks that's where we will wrap up today's podcast. For Eric Duvacott, I'm Ben Dubose, and if you want more insight from us before our next podcast, I strongly encourage you to check out nace.org, materialsperformance.com, and codingspromag.com. Also, if you have not already, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening, and please leave us a five-star review as well. As always, thank you for listening, and please come back soon for another new podcast episode right here at NACE International.